Well, a massive hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here in Auckland, New Zealand, back again for day 245 of 365 days of Bible reading. And I'm excited today because it is another collection of seven days, which means we're going to have a super store-bought can or bottle of coffee for our super seventh day. We're going to get into that in just a moment. Let's have a look at what scriptures we're going to be reading today. As always, they're in the descriptions on every platform. Psalm 105, verse 1 to 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11 to chapter 6, verse 2. And Isaiah chapter 1, verse 1 to chapter 2, verse 22. So those are our scriptures that we're going to be reading today. Make sure you get into those at some point in your day today if you haven't done so already. Now, let's talk brews, and today we have the Mammoth Iced Strong Coffee Flavoured Milk. Now, look, whenever you have a flavoured milk, you know that it's probably going to be largely coffee flavour. I haven't looked at the coffee amount until right now. Let's have a look at what the ingredients list are. Yes, uh, ingredients... Uh, milk is the first, then sugar, then flavors, containing coffee extract of 0.7%. So if you look at the 600 ml bottles, only 0.7% is actually coffee in this strong iced coffee. Don't worry though, it is a 4.5% ha- uh, star health rating. I don't know how these things work. But I'm going to give this a shake and we're going to give this a try today. And I'm going to tell you whether or not this is worth it or not on a hot summer's day. Let me give it a go. Open this up here. There you go. I'm afraid I'm going to make a mess. You know, don't want to make a mess in the kitchen. Give it a wee sniff. It smells like sugar. It's probably going to taste like sugar. Anyway, cheers. Here's to another seven days. Yeah. I actually had to take like three or four mouthfuls of that because I wasn't sure if it was actually going to be like any coffee flavor in that at all. And I'll be honest, there isn't. <laughs> it's like a sugary caramel flavor, which, you know, we could have expected anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and just give this a two um, because if I was looking for a sugary drink that had 0.7% coffee flavor, that is what I'd be looking for. When people make iced coffee, why don't they just put coffee in there anyway? Who knows? What am I supposed to know? That is it, though, for the brews. Let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here. I don't know about you. I have met an ambassador one time. He came to church when we were in Wellington, and he was the ambassador to the USA. Now, he was an incredible man, like super spy vibes. You know when James Bond walks into a room and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a man of dignity and stature. Well, that's what it was like meeting this ambassador. And what's crazy is that you and I are actually meant to be ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven to the world around us and on behalf of the kingdom of God. The psalm today, it gives us the blueprint on how we should be an ambassador of Christ. It says to give thanks to the Lord and call on his name and make it known what he has done to all the nations. Our job is to remember what God has done on behalf of the people so that they can enjoy the goodness of God. We all have the information that a hurting and dying world is in need of. All we need to do is promote God to the world around us. 
to be this ambassador, we're going to need to hold fast to verse 4. It says, look to the Lord and his strength, seek his face always. No matter what comes our way, we are ambassadors for Christ. So let's actively promote God to the world around us and represent him well. Paul makes it clear, because the old has gone and the new has come, we are now Christ's ambassadors. It's not just to represent him, but to do the work of the ministry of reconciliation. Can I actually just read you verse 20 today? It's actually mind-blowing. It says, and it's going to come up on screen, it says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. As though God was making his appeal through us. Man, that's a game-changing statement. It's huge that for every Christian on the face of the earth, God is trying to make his appeal to humanity through us. This is this changes the way about everything. This changes everything about the way we think, talk, act, behave, post on social media. Why? Because if God is making his appeal to mankind through our lives, then our lives have to look different to the world around us. The world around us is sinful in almost every way. The goal of Christian and a Christian's life is not to blend in, but to stand out. And the way we stand out is by living very different to the way the world around us is living. The message of our life is to implore. Now that word implore means to beg someone earnestly or desperately to do something. It's an urgent or a desperate message that both we and the world around us would be reconciled back to God. Now, reconciled means restore friendly relationships between. If you're a friend of God, you simply cannot be a friend to the world. It's probably time that for some of us, we change our approach on how we live our life and ask if we're actually being a good ambassador of Christ or not. This is important because Jesus died for us. And in chapter 6, verse 1, it says, As God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. Do not receive God's grace in vain. It's a heavy scripture, but I want it to be. I pray that we would wake up and that this would be a wake-up call for our generation and we would actually change the way we would live instead of being half-hearted and mediocre in our faith with God, that we would stand out and not takes take God's grace in vain. Okay, it's time for a new book, the book of Isaiah. And Isaiah, he is the author of Isaiah, and it's written between 739 BC and 681 BC. Now, throughout the book, there are two main messages that Isaiah is broken down into. First of all, it's the judgment upon Judah for her sins. And second of all, it's the comfort and hope for an exiled people. We also get some of the most graphic prophetic insight into the Messiah in this book out of the whole Old Testament. In fact, I'm going to read to you how crazy it is because we actually cover the whole life of Jesus through this book. We cover the birth in chapter 7 verse 14 and chapter 9 verse 6. We cover his family in chapter 11 verse 1, the anointing in chapter 11 verse 2, his character in chapter 11 verse 3 to 4, how he lives a simple life in chapter 7 verse 15, his gentleness in chapter 42 verse 1 to 4, his death in chapter 25 verse 8, and his glorious reign in chapter 11 verse 3 all the way through to chapter 16 verse 32. We cover the whole entire prophetic life of Jesus in the book of Isaiah. Now, Isaiah himself had royal blood. 
he came from a priestly line and he married a prophetess. His, 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 those are two different. Those are two separate statements. Okay, so he had he had uh, a royal bloodline. He also married a prophetess, and his training, prophetic his prophetic training, was some of the best that has ever been. After his labor of working and prophesying for God for sixty years, tradition tells us that he died at one hundred and twenty years old as a martyr during the reign of Manasseh. Isaiah was a special messenger to the people of Judah. He called them back to repentance and right living with God. Now, in Isaiah, in our reading today, we're introduced to a holy God. This is a God who is and for Isaiah, uh, this is a God, sorry, who, this is who God is. Helps if you read your notes. God is a holy God, and this is who he is. And for Isaiah, we see a holy God who loves his people. In the first part of Isaiah, we, we, see, we see the setting up for Jesus to come and redeem and restore humanity. Jesus has always been and will always be the answer to a broken and hurting world around us. Three, two, Verse one. of the day. Verse of the day today, Isaiah chapter 2 verse 3 says, Come, let us go up the mountain of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. Mountains are seen in the Old Testament as symbols of getting closer to God, of removing ourselves from the world and the commonness of the world, and to lean into the holiness of God. Now, by going up the mountain, the actual instruction here is, guys, let's get out of the mundane nature of our world and get up high. Seek the Lord and find out how we should live our lives. We need to daily seek His holiness and remove ourselves from the noise and the clutter of the world. So my question is for you, you might not have any mountains nearby, and maybe climbing the mountain isn't actually the point, but seeking the Lord's face is. So what does it look like for you? And that is it for the Daily Brew today. Done and dusted day 245 of 365 days of Bible reading. Thank you so much for joining me. No matter where you are around the world, I pray this is a blessing to you as you read these scriptures and get into this today. Hey, a massive thank you to all of you on YouTube who have already uh, stopped, subscribed, eh? subscribed and click the bell so you never miss a devotional upload. And to all of you on our podcast platforms, thank you for following and rating the podcast where possible. It's a massive help to get this out far and wide. That is it though for today. Make sure you come back tomorrow. We're going to start a fresh round of seven days. I'm looking forward to getting into it with you. Come back tomorrow. Keep going in your Bible reading journey. We're almost at 100 days to go. Almost at 100 days to go. This year has flown by and I pray that you are enjoying this as much as I am. Until tomorrow though, if it is the start of your day, have a great rest of your day unless it's sleep time. Good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of The Daily Brew.